Welcome to What Builders Don't Tell Their Clients with your host, Joel Miner. Listening to the show, you'll learn how to avoid the unnecessary pain and avoidable costs that commonly occur in the building and renovating process. Joel will also inspire you with his knowledge, experience and ideas on how to make your home a place to suit your lifestyle for years to come. Welcome back. Step six we're up to. Um, like I said, over the last few weeks, me and Andrew Quadrio from Quadrio Building Services have been running through the six steps of planning. So um, we've covered multiple ideas. So inspiration ideas is what we started touched on last week. We've covered timeline, budget, um, the brainstorming slash the must-have needs and wants and finding the purpose to your particular situation when it comes to renovating. So this is a very final step uh, when it comes to the six steps of planning. So you know, whether you're going through a renovation or a new build, I think these are a very key factor to consider and, and really look at um, why you're doing it and what things that um, are important to you. And also, there's, there's probably a lot of things in there you may not have thought about of, of what you're after. So if you haven't watched any of the previous videos, um, jump back or post a link in the comment section below and you just click back on each week and you can have a look through, but re really advise looking from step one and making your way through to the very last video because we've set these steps out to make sure that um, the, the very first step is the most important and the next step will follow through because quite often with these steps, a lot of, a lot of the, the next one refers back to the first one. So if you don't have the first one right, then it's quite hard to move on to the next one. So the last step we're really going to be covering here is this, you know, once you've covered your step, you know, your step one to step five, um, coming into the detail of finding a builder and a designer that's suiting your needs. So, you know, once you've got all your ideas together and working out sort of what dollar figure you're wanting to spend, now's the time to try and find out who your builder's going to be, what builder you're after, um, what design are you looking at doing and you know, what ways, what way is good to go. So, you know, whether it be, you want to look, a lot of people are not sure what to do once they've got all these things together. So finding a builder and finding a designer, which one do they go to first? So I don't know about you, Andrew, but what sort of thing do you say to people when, you know, they're looking for a builder or a designer, what, what sort of the best suggestion you would recommend to people? Um, we recommend that you engage the builder first. Um, the builder uh, is going to be with you the longest and you're going to see them the most often. Um, if you're doing a renovation or an extension on your home, you're going to see them almost every day. Um, you're usually going to talk to them every day. You're going to get very close to them in terms of communication. Um, so your designer is, uh, you'll speak to them, you know, in the initial, initial sort of planning stages and that sort of stuff. And then once the builder starts, they don't usually have a great deal to do with it. Some, some projects they do, um, but then you usually pay a great deal more for that. And if you get these, if you do these five steps prior to, these, prior to this one really well, and your builder understands them really well as well, uh, then, you're, then, then having a designer involved throughout the project is not sort of that important. Um, so yeah, involving builder, the, the first is very, very important. And you need to find a builder that understands your purpose, your purpose understands your needs, wants and dreams list, um, as well as your budget. Knows, knows the timeline, as it has the same sort of timeline that you, that you were sort of thinking of, or has, or has set out the timeline for you and you can understand it 
you both sort of agree on it. You both go, yep, that's, I can see how that's going to work. This is going to take this long. This is going to take this long. Da, 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 da. Um, and it's, it's very important that you're on the same table. It is a team effort renovating and building a house. It is not um, a transactional um, uh, exchange between, between two parties solely anyway it is it is a technically but it's not solely it's not it's a team effort to get it done and the team needs to all be on the same page so that's why these five steps prior to this one are very very important and then step six is is just as important as the rest of them because you need to find someone that's going to um, realize your vision with you and understand these five things beforehand that you've set out yeah definitely and i think well from your experience and you know if i was a client coming to you and saying hey just after a couple of quotes i'm going to get three quotes and i'm probably going to pick the cheapest one now what would your reaction be to that for someone or what would you suggest uh, why they should or shouldn't do that first question is i'd ask them why they want the cheapest quote and uh cheapest quotes are good if you're getting uh blinds or a TV or uh, a car or something like that because they're all the same pretty much yeah, getting a, more transactional builder, and they're all transactional they're short choosing a builder is 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 huge in comparison like it's, it's the biggest aside from buying the house itself or buying the land it is the biggest transaction you will ever make and I guess it, it's emotional isn't it it's an emotional investment it, yes that's right. So you need the, the person needs to, the, the builder needs to understand you emotionally as well. Needs to understand your fears and frustrations and wants and needs and aspirations for the, for the property or for, for the house. And you can't put, there, there is a, there is a price for it, but you can't put the cheapest price on that. You're, you're heading for disaster if you go and do that because that, the, the, the only way things get cheaper is if people take short, is if builders take shortcuts. All the materials cost the same, roughly, roughly for every, for every builder. They're all about the same. Labor's about the same. Unless you go and use cheap, inferior labor, that's how you cut cost. There's, th there's three ways of cutting costs in a building project. You use cheap, inf inferior labor, right? That's, that's, a cut, that's a cost cutting. You use cheap, inferior materials, which is going to be which is going to be a disaster because it's going to fall apart or rot or cause you more maintenance issues down the track or the builder skips that shortens their margin. So the bad thing, bad news about that is if the builder shortens their margin on your job, they're going to prioritize another job over yours that they're making more margin on. And happens, we see it all the time where people, the, the builder starts the job, they go gun, uh, uh, they go gun ho for, Two or, two or three months or something like that and get the job, you know, 90% complete, 90% complete. And that last 20, 10, 20, 30% falls away because they've got, they've started another job where they're going to make more money or they're going to more, they get a better cash flow through. They've got no cash flow left in your job. Rob Peter to pay Paul. And a margin left in your job. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because <laughs> the majority of builders are not good businessmen. They're just dumb chippies. Like, they're not, they don't educate them on, themselves on how to on how to build a business, not a, a not a job. Um, it's all well and good for a, for a builder to work for themselves, but do they actually own a business or do they actually own a job? And they need to, you know, someone that's gonna that needs to rob Peter. So what Rob Joel was referring to by rob Peter to pay Paul is that they get one job 
90% complete and they're starting to run out of money because they're starting to run out of margin. So they start another job and then a little bit of that money pays for the job that they just finished. But then the same thing, they get, they get caught in this cycle where, you know, they get come, they get toward, you know, the 80% mark of the job and the, the margin starts to go like this and there's not a lot of, there's not a lot of cash flow left. So they start another one and it kicks up a bit and it goes back down and up and down and up and down and up and down and they get caught in this cycle that goes on and on and on and on. So that's why, um, builders pushing their margin down just to get work is a silly option yeah and i guess both what, the builder and the, and the client because it's just going to end up with in disaster just going to have headaches down down the road and Things i guess what happens to, to warranty too down the track that's right yeah yeah warranties warranties you know get void or they run out before they finish the job before they you know warranty on products runs out before they finish the job and that sort of stuff. It's just, and, it's just and, I, all and I guess every, every everyone's heard the story of the builder that's gone broke, or um, you know, mm. the, the builder's gone yeah, solvent because yeah. they're trading out of their own their own region, and and yeah, what's the word? But they can't afford to to trade basically um, because yeah, those that that cycle they get in is ever decreasing, and eventually it gets to a point where they can't do any more, and yep. you got to hope that you're not the person at the end of the line at the end of it that ever decreasing circle yeah definitely and i guess like when people are going to find a builder what sort of questions or what sort of things should they be looking for to be able to try and find what builders best for them because obviously not every builder is you know a lot of builders are quite universe in just you know areas but i guess people should be from my experience looking for someone that's more specific in the area that they're after yeah, you really need to be looking for a for a, a specialist in your area, in, in your whatever your job is. So if you're doing a, if you're doing a kitchen, you're doing a bathroom, you're doing an extension, you're doing a deck, you really want a specialist in that area. You wouldn't go, for example, just to put it in, in into a into a story people could understand. You wouldn't go if you had if you had something wrong with your toe on your foot. You wouldn't go and see a heart specialist, or you wouldn't go to uh, an eye surgeon yeah they, they may be your big you go to, you go to a podiatrist yeah yeah you, you you go to a specialist that, that's that's a specialist in that field seek that person out go and see them first yeah, you know definitely. you do the same thing if you do if you're doing a bathroom renovation find someone that's a bathroom renovation specialist or an extension an extension or renovation specialist or a new build specialist. doesn't matter custom home specialist doesn't matter which one doesn't matter which one it is find that person first it doesn't mean that someone that is a renovation specialist doesn't do new builds or doesn't do bathrooms but it means their area of expertise and their that means their area of expertise is renovation extension so that's what they do most of the time so they have a bit they have they have developed systems and processes to make sure that that is streamlined for both the client you and the builder themselves so that everybody can have a fantastic experience throughout the whole project yeah, and I guess that leads to a bit more cost-effective because they've worked out systems, procedures. Um, right. You know, they've worked That's out right. how these little things efficient. over the years. Yeah, definitely can work, and they've got efficiencies and things that can. You know, we've done this in the yeah. past. That didn't work. Um, this is a better way to go. So you know, there's going to be a bit more cost-saving or, or things that they can help you with um, that are more site-specific to be able to allow you to get more for your money, get more value, and also you know basically deliver on what you want as well and like yeah like you said like the doctor 
there's plenty of doctors out there and there's GPs and this type of doctor and that doctor, but the, you know, like you got to see the heart surgeon or, you know, the, the one the eye surgeon or you, there's specific areas for specific reason. And it's the same when it comes to the building industry that, you know, exactly. like, like you said, there's not, you know, it doesn't mean they can't do it, but there's going to be a lot more benefits you're going to receive by finding someone in that specific area who does that specific thing. Correct. Yeah. So I think, yeah, we've touched on some really good points there and um, you know, that's basically the end of our six steps of planning. So, you know, if you haven't watched the first few videos, we've got another five steps there. So we're going to, you know, we've released these each week um, and we've broken into these. We try to keep them short, sharp, cut out all the bullshit and just try and get straight to the point on basically working out, how it's going to benefit you and what sort of things you can take from this to sort of start to use and, you know, implement in your renovation. So um, if you have any questions or comments, um, jump onto, you know, either one of our websites or Facebook page where most of this is going to get released. Um, I'll chuck some of these up on Spotify as well, but um, Andrew, he's from Quadrio Building Services, so he'll have it up on his page. So any questions, comments, just feel free to grab in, you know, anything that you might find helpful that you thought you'd like to know more about, just chuck it in the comments section and we can dive more into this if, if need be. Uh, me and Andrew are going to start doing a regular thing of just, just putting something, something little together every week and, and covering a topic that uh, you guys might find quite helpful to be able to help you out. And I'd love to be able to get some feedback and, uh, you know, try and find out what, what you find helpful and what you'd like to know more about when it comes to planning and renovation, just to be able to uh, really start to get some good ideas out there and uh, give you guys some good, good information and, and really just start to help you out. So um, it's all about making you guys aware of these things and then avoiding some of the common mistakes that a lot of people make and don't think of. And then it leads to such a bad experience for a renovation or a new build. And just so much extra cost goes on. It, it kind of really starts to grow on my gears about this whole thing because it, it just happens. You know, you talk to someone at a barbecue and like, you know, at least one person that's built to renovate that, that you've talked to at a barbecue, it's had happen. So, you know, it's, it's one of them things. And we're going to leave you guys with this last step. Um, you know, if you, yeah, like I said, any questions, post in the comment section. Um, but yeah, I'm uh, Joel from Refined Space help. Constructions and um, Andrew from Quadrio Building Services. We'll see you next time. That's it for this week's episode of What Builders Don't Tell Their Clients, brought to you by Refined Space Constructions. Don't forget to join us next week for another episode. Thank you for listening.